Racing. Green light, they're set to go. Green light's on. Set for a start. Kablenge's holding on. Cut glory for Kablenge. But it is all heart style Rico, and he is going to absolutely bolt the Melbourne Cup in. It's freezing cold. It's always cold in Melbourne town. But if you listen to this podcast, the Green Light on Premier Racing podcast, you are sure to be warmed up with a stack of winners. Had a decent night at Sandown Park last night. We're backing up, taking a look at the Meadows. Friday, it is the 10th of June at the moment. Obviously, tomorrow the 11th for a, a nice 12 race card. And as always, Smithy's joining me. Corey Smith, how are you, mate? Going well. It's always my favourite part of the week, getting to talk to you. We just battle the way through Monday to Friday, and on a Friday, we just enjoy ourselves and find plenty of winners on the Saturday night. Had a little bit of hay fever, a bit of a coldy type thing the last couple of days. I've been all over the joint, mate, and, and I almost forgot to turn you up to, uh, to welcome you in. So I'm not in very good form. How's your form been over the last seven days? Oh, it sounds like I've been going a little bit better than you. The health has been good, so no complaints from my end. Run of the week. Well, run of the week, I came to the, uh, the the staff meeting about 10 seconds before we go to air, and I said to Smithy, I, I think Dynamic Prince was, uh, was the run of the week, and he agreed, but then he said, there's a soft spot for a dog called Equaliser who was sensational. It wasn't a fast track, and... He shifted me to think that Equaliser may well have been run of the night, and this is how he went about it last Saturday night. Set to go. Race six for Meadows. Favourite in one Equaliser. They're set to go. Ready. Racing. Equaliser stepped okay. Way fast was Gypsy Yankee in the centre. Equaliser got the saloon passage through to second on the rail. Its outside would have been Dapshack as they leave the uh, go to the back now. Head of by Do It. And then came King of Calypso out very wide ahead of Aston Ulysses. And Carrion Angels, the last one coming up now down the side. It's Equaliser, the favourite. It took the rails run and shot for home out by four from Gypsy Yankee. And then came King of Calypso with Dapshack. But it's all Equaliser racing away the fave to win by four and a half. King of Calypso, second, third, do it. Absolutely ahead. smashed them, Equaliser, and he is as good at Greyhound as any going around from box number one, isn't he? Yeah, he certainly is. When he finds that inside and he can, uh, he gets a bit of a saloon passage through, he's as strong as anything going around. And he's obviously a big, big uh, group one winner of the Brisbane Cup last year. He's had his injury troubles, but uh, he's an absolute star when he's right. Saturday's preview. Straight into finding uh, 65 million winners here, Smithy. Saturday night's preview. Let's rip straight into it. Race number one. I'm with my bro, Blazer, here on top. First event, 6.39pm. That's the first time we fill our pocket for the night, I think. Yeah, I think I'm with you too, my bro, Blazer. It's obviously a small field. Box five uh, is always hard to negotiate for these young dogs, but I think with the small field, happy to be with the Jeff Britton train, my bro, Blazer. Race two, Scofflaws ninety. Francis Benali 4.50 in the watchdog paper. Uh, Francis Benali beaten 15 lengths by Scofflaw last week, but I reckon he lost at least 15 in the run. I know it's hard to, to assess when they lose that much ground, but I'm with Francis Benali. He's a member of this really good Benali Arelda Bale litter. I think Latrell keeping's a bit of a danger as well, but my theory is if the red can go through and just about lead, if Francis Benali gets to second, this is seriously game on. Yeah, I think Francis Benali's overs as well. I think this is a two-bet strategy race for me. Back Francis Benali and multi-Matt, who I thought was big last week for uh, our friend Matty Field. He was on course and he was cheering at home 
wildly, but uh, I think Multimat's got a big future, and I think Francis Benali. I just think the prices of those two are just massive overs. Yeah, there's definitely a bit of value in the race. No two ways about that. Race number three, I'm with Fast Milkman. He's probably last, I reckon, four runs have been really good. Even the one where he tumbled, he was in an okay position, and, and then the, the next couple of, the, especially the last two, I mean, he's, he's just crying out for 600 metres for mine. Yeah, no, I think Fast Milkman's going to be very hard to beat. I'm actually, I'm not going to go for an on-top selection. I'm going to go for an on-top mm. place selection. Madam Chelsea, I think, will uh, will run a place. If you if you want to have a little bit of the win, uh, feel free. But it uh, doesn't exactly win out of turn, but places, plenty. Yeah, one win out of 30, but 17,000 prize money tells you the, uh, the tale there. Nice, uh, nice that you're going a little bit... Uh, outside of the square. I like that from you, uh, Corey. Race number four, I'm with Aston Laurent on top. The last two wins at the Meadows have both been good, looking to bring that Wednesday form to the, the bright lights on a Saturday night. Yeah, I'll be cheering on Aston Laurent for Herbie Kirk. He's uh, he's north of 90 years old, but he's, uh, he's, he's a staple of the Meadows, and I'll be cheering on Aston Laurent for him. There's a couple of uh, elderly trainers at the moment, isn't there? The uh, the Oaks up at Hillsville won by a 93-year-old uh, last week, so it's uh, it's great to see. Race five, the KCR Pet Transport final. This is a terrific race, but Dynamic Prince, he was outstanding last time out. The only thing that I might knock on him this time is he hasn't had that Hillsville run in between, and that seemed to almost be the, the key to the way he's been racing. Yeah, it certainly must have sparked him up because he was super last week. As he said, he was nearly the run of the week. Um, but I'm going for Mapunga Warrior. I think he's going to be even mm. better second up. Box eight, I don't have too many issues with. I'd love him drawn inside, but I think uh, Mapunga Warrior is the best dog in the race if he's right. Just do whatever I say in race number six. Go each way, and you can't go wrong with number four, I don't think. <laughs> whatever I say. I'm actually with Spanish <laughs> Miss, actually. So, unfortunately, you're not a Spanish Miss, but uh, from box six, <laughs> I think we can get a nice... Get a nice cart into the race from the five to four, and uh, and it's uh, probably going to be at each way odds too. I think Spanish miss. I don't even have a comment, mate, to throw back at you after that. <laughs> race uh, number seven. I'll let you kick this one off. I, I was leaning to the red, but it's a pretty tough one. You've absolutely thrown me to the wolves here. I think it's another. As I'm normally a win-only punter, as the listeners know, but there's a lot of each-way sort of things that I'm going for tonight, and this one's no exception. I'm with Major Giblet on an each-way from Box Jeez, Where have you plucked that one from? Oh, I don't know, mate. I, 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 it was any meeny miny mo for this one, I think. I tell you, two lengths beaten by Grace in shock last start. Probably not that bad of form, considering I'm tipping whatever I say who raced in that that race and was only beaten a length. So this is probably an easier race. I, I'm with number one, Smoke and Grill. It's just had a, a run of bad boxes, so I'm sort of hopeful that it can use the inside over 600. I would expect it to show better early speed. Race number eight, this is a, a smart free-for-all once again. A few of the big guns down near the bottom. Do it, box six, equalises seven. You've also got Xavier Bale, who, who's been racing really well, including that Wagga Cup performance when placed. I, I feel like the smaller field, even though it's only a field of seven, could suit equaliser, but he's going to need luck from seven. Maybe, just maybe, do it might be able to get out ahead of him uh, this week. Yeah, I think equalizer is definitely going to need luck, and he's going to be short enough for mine in this race. I'd much prefer him drawn inside. So I'm actually with do it. I do want to see him do it, pardon the pun, but I think uh, if, if he's going anywhere near as good as what he can be, I think this race sets up perfectly for him. Yeah, I'm going to go each way. Do it. Race number nine, you've got McInerney, who's coming back after 
A pretty gutsy run, I think, fair to say, behind Rapaki Rocks in that head-to-head match race. He draws the cherry. Whether or not that's the perfect thing for him, but I think it's just such a such a class drop for him, really. He's, his form's been good, and, and from the inside, I think he's clearly the one to beat. And what I like about him, I think McInerney likes to get to the front early. If he does that, he can push away from the rails and get that room to move and, and really out-muscle them, out-speed them. He's going to get that here uh, with the lack of speed. I think Rickett and Rick, for a same race multi, is probably going to run top four or even top three chasing behind. But my best bet of the night, each way, race nine, number one is McInerney. I like the way that the race sets up for Rickard and Rick here. I think, as you said, McInerney does like to use a bit of the track. And if we can come out behind him, Rickard and Rick's going to have the rail to himself. So uh, landed with Rickard and Rick in race nine. Just going head to head with my best bet. But I will be concerned <laughs> if McInerney's in front and Rickard and Rick's only a few behind. But maybe maybe same race multi, McInerney to win. Rickard and Rick say for top three, then top four. And then go back and do something where it's like Mac and Ernie to run top two and, and Rick and Rick to run top two. I guess you could just put a Quinella on instead of going <laughs> <laughs> the same race multi. But uh, sounds sounds a bit more exciting. Hey, I've got value here in the next race, number 10. Not convinced it's right up to this class, but I'm with number three, Impulse Buy. We had M as a party on the show recently, said that the dog had been trialling well and, and just had no luck from box seven last week. I think much, much better drawn and marked $18 in the form guide. So I think worth a, a small each way play impulse buy i've got absolutely no idea for this race if you if you force me gun to my head i'll go with the two indie fighter i won't be doing that mate <laughs> race 11 <laughs> number five bell violin not exactly sure where where this chase is going to get to and i'm gonna i'm gonna ask the dailies when are we gonna see this dog over the 550 600 meters because he he just looks to me like he is gonna be a serious 600 plus dog they're obviously trying to get that workload into him he had that tumble three starts ago so i oh, look to me he's uh, he's gonna be storming home at the end i'm just not sure where he gets to from box number five yeah as you know he's one of my favorites but i've put the pen through him until he steps up to 600 mm. he's over 525 i'll ignore him i'll go western blazer who's another one that is a bit hard to follow but i think the draw suits and should land pretty close to the speed and race 12 the last on with number three jaleesa bale i think might have the speed to lead and, and meet joe black's going for uh, four straight wins has been flying around of late but uh, i'm going to go with number three jaleesa bale i expect the four to be a big player though I'm with Jaleesa Bale as well, so a little bit of value, hopefully, each mm. way, all day, Jaleesa Bale. Doesn't normally go well for us half past ten on a Saturday night, does it? <laughs> that was uh, unfortunate last week. <laughs> it was. It, uh, it didn't work out too well, that is for sure. Hunters Hunting Club. Well, mate, I've spoke so much about Quinellas, same race multis and this and that. I'm going to go race nine, the Meadows. Uh, McInerney and Rickard and Rick will have 30 bucks on the Quinella. Um, and then just do a same race multi, McInerney to win, Rickard and Rick to run uh, in the top three, $20 on that. Again, I've broken the rules, mate, but I'll continue to do so until someone tells me not to. I like how you set the rules, make it as simple as you can for me. You, you lay down the law and then the last few weeks you've really gone a bit outrageous. But anyway, I'll make it a little bit simpler for you. I will have race six, number six, Spanish miss. I'll have 20 the win and mm. 30 the place. Stylish. Very, very well done, mate. Uh, we'll see how we go. Hopefully it's better off than last week when we are messaging each other at, late at night on the Saturday night, disappointed in each other, <laughs> not getting the job done in the last leg of our multis. Inside Info. Great news, punters. This next guest has already been on the show. 
We can skip first base, go straight to second with James Shaw, the uh, the great Kiwi. How are you, Jimmy? Thanks, James. How are you? I'm good, mate. Uh, even better that you've drawn two cherries. So uh, we like a man who's having a, a good run with box draws. You did tell me you're only shooting at 13% from box one, so it is just just sort of balancing out beautifully. But you've got two engaged, mate. Race five, race six at the Meadows. Both going to be nice each-way chances, but both racing well. And we'll start with numerology in race number five. Drawn the cherry. It's a deep race. You rated $26, but he's been going really, really well. Yeah, he has. Um, his win last week didn't overly surprise me. He was really unlucky the week before, um, jumping from out wide. And, um, yeah, last week he ran, actually ran the second fastest, second split. Um, of the meeting, so he can really put himself in the race off the reel, I think. He looks a nice each-way play in his form, I reckon, the last probably 10 starts, just starting to really head in the right direction. Race 6, talk about a, a nice run last week, seven outs, Cordius Rico's a greyhound that we've sort of marked as a bit of a favourite on this podcast, and the amount of ground your girl took off him late was, was or took off her late, was was extraordinary really last week. I, I don't know if it was all heard, I think it was more uh, Cordius Rico being Getting a bit tired over that under last week. He run home wasn't that flashed. Um, but seven out, she'll just whack away along the mad rail. Love keep plodding away along the rail. Hopefully, I think last time you were on, mate, you gave us a place bet. Is is that what we're leaning to by the sounds of it for one of these? And if so, which one is the best of the two chances? Probably numerology, just based on his more early speed. Yeah, yeah, more, well, more the place, I think. That's all we need, mate. We'll have a little flutter each way, maybe one unit a win, five a place on on numerology at the good each way price. I think last time I had you on the podcast, we said that we might have to venture out for a round of golf. We did that, and I must say, Jimmy, never again, mate. You, uh, you're a very, very bloody good golfer. Got, got lucky that day, I think. Oh. Great day, great conditions to be playing, and I think helped. And there he is, the the great Kiwi who has just taken the Meadows and Greyhound Racing in Melbourne by storm, Jimmy Shaw, and that's the second time we've had him on the podcast, so he is part of the team. No two ways about that. Don't forget, next week we're having three episodes. A bonus episode as we take a look with Troy Harley at what is going to be huge, the Pink Diamond Night next weekend. So it'll be Meadows, Sandown and the Pink Diamond coverage. Until then, punters, safe travelling, happy punting. Let's get a host of winners home at the Meadows tomorrow night.